Hey, what is up? It's Monday. It's it's <laughs> it's May eleventh. It's the endless quarantine that'll never end. It's Monday night. It's time for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. It's me, Dre, as usual, flying solo. Uh, today, well, technically, I'm not flying solo. My son is over here, off to my right, your left. He's a uh, he's swinging in his little swing. He's, he's being uh, he's being my little audience. Uh, I I kept forgetting to post the photos of what my wife did the last week or the week before, where she made little signs for Tiger. Well, I, I would show them right here on the podcast, but then they're just going to end up being reversed because of the, the way my camera records. So you wouldn't be able to read it. It says "quiet on set." And applause, and then I, it really popped me really hard the other week, and I kept meaning to. I took a photo of them. I keep forgetting to share them on Instagram because it's been so crazy for me at work and also at home because you know in, in between working uh, crazy long hours uh, at the at the at the crazy video game warehouse, uh, I, I come home to my adorable young man and my wonderful wife. So th- this past weekend. Was Mother's Day, and that it was the, the the first Mother's Day of this household is is my wife's first Mother's Day, uh, being the mother of the, this young man over here, little tiger, and, and so uh, uh, it we're quarantined, so there's there's not much we can really do. I mean, I I, I got out to Trader Joe's and got her some flowers because that's the the, the the easiest point eight to be if you want to get yourself some flowers if if you got an anniversary coming. It's good. Uh, they're not a sponsor of the show, but I highly recommend going to Trader Joe's. <laughs> Get some flowers because they have beautiful flowers for very affordable prices. They're just always there. I, I was kind of half expecting when I went to Trader Joe's because you know I do our normal grocery grocery shopping there. Uh, I, I was half expecting, oh, they're probably not gonna have any flowers. Everyone will go in there and buy up all the flowers for Mother's Day because I think florists barely reopened this past weekend, uh, uh, just in time for the big uh, flower, uh, the f- big flower holiday this past weekend. But I managed to snag some flowers and. Something that we did to kind of uh, have a little fun, I guess it's going to become a little regular thing here in the old uh, cat house, is uh, uh, my wife, and this was my wife's idea, this was not my idea, we're, we're going to, we're doing some gaming on Saturday nights, I guess, to you know, entertain ourselves and entertain uh, this little dude over here. So at my, at my wife's behest, I went out and got my uh, rock band guitars I'm out of storage. This is my big old bass. I got the keyboard. I didn't get the drums though. The, the drums would be too much, too 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 much. And we, and we busted out. I, like, I don't I don't want to turn this into a Dre's retro game minute here, but I busted out all the I, all the rock band games because uh, since we don't have Wi-Fi, I can't access my uh my song my my song library that I have on my hard drive, or at least most of the old songs I downloaded back when these two came out. I downloaded a lot of songs back then when Rock Band One and Rock Band Two came out. What's up, little man? Do you need me to come pick you up? You need me to come. You need your daddy. There's no live viewers right now, so I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not coming over here to you. Come here, buddy man. You're coming on the show with me. All right. But this young man always needs the love and the cuddles of his mother and father. But no, no, don't look that way. We can't have your face on camera, young man. No, no, no. The government cannot find you. Ha <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, we we played a, a little bit of rock band on Saturday, and we put uh, played a lot, a little bit more rock band on Sunday. So my wife, she wanted because we we both love our karaoke, and you know, currently there is no karaoke to be done. You can't go to any 
karaoke bars. You can't go to any bars whatsoever. Like, hell, even the place where I, I used to go, uh, Crawford's, AK, used to be Sardo's, Zombie Sardo's, is no longer a thing. And apparently they weren't going to be carrying karaoke at, uh, much longer anyway, for whatever reason. I don't know what... But so there, I really had no place to go. I guess maybe when things get back to normal, maybe there's a place in Burma called the Goodnight Bar. It's where our, our, our awesome karaoke friend, uh, Salise, is the host over there. So whenever that resumes, if we ever get back to that level of normalcy, uh, that, that's where we'd go karaoke. But the wife and I love to sing. So like my wife's like, hey, break out the rock band. She can sing. I can get my little plastic guitar on. And I, I, I do love to play me some rock band. And that's what we did uh, we, Sunday. And then what was really awesome for, for those of you who, who are not Facebook friends with me, it was great yesterday because we discovered, especially in relation to this young man right here, is that some of the, like he fell asleep while we were playing rock band. And I, I it made no sense to me at first. Cause you know, we're, we're playing beastie boy sabotage. We're singing it. And he's sitting in his little swing watching us. And then after the song, we stop. You guys can't hear anything. Uh oh. That would be a problem if you guys can't hear anything. Uh oh. Why can't you guys hear anything? Testing, testing. Uh oh. I hope this video. Oh man, this will be a huge technical problem. Uh, executive producer wife, uh, uh, can you check on your phone if people can hear me? Oh. Oh, she didn't even receive a notification. So, yeah, this is a, co a comedy of errors. Son, you're showing your face. Don't show your face on camera. <laughs> Don't show your face on the camera, young man. Yeah, you're, you're okay. I have audio. Okay, well, wife says I have audio. All right, I don't know. Check your phone. <laughs> so, okay, we're okay. So, we're, we're, uh, I was saying, so we're, we're playing uh, Beastie Boy Sabotage because my, my wife loves the Beastie Boys. And then we turn over, and our young man, our little boy, I don't know if it was during uh, Beastie Boys, but this kid, he he passed out. And it's not like we had the TV on real low. We were rocking it out. I, I, I was uh, rocking out on playing the guitar part. My wife was singing her heart out. And this young man was KO'd. He was just like, out in his little swing. It was the funniest thing. It's like, what? Rock music put him to sleep. But I think what we discovered, what kept him asleep was uh, the, the ambient noise from the men from the menu. Uh, thank you, Chris, for the, the double check. Thank you as well. Uh, or the ambient noise in the menu. So uh, as you progress through Rock Band 3, we're playing the uh, the, the third version of Rock Band. Uh, the as you progress, you go from, you know, your band is in a van and you go into a bus and you eventually get an airplane. I think the ambient noise of the airplane in the, uh, in part three. Oh, you want to flip over? All right, let's flip over the other side. All right, cool. The ambient noise of the airplane, it put this kid to sleep. He was out. It was hilarious. It's like, wait, he's asleep. And it was the it was probably one of the best unintentional Mother's Day gifts because normally the only way this kid gets to sleep is either right here on my shoulder, right here. This is his this is his second favorite bed is on my chest, or his obviously his favorite bed is laying next to mommy and eating and you know doing his breastfeeding. That's that's where he normally likes to fall asleep. The top two places, 
on mommy and then on daddy. Normally, if we put him in his bassinet or put him in a in a swing or put him in a chair, he's just like, nah, I ain't sleeping. Uh-uh. No. But what, I guess uh, the between the music and the ambient noise, this young man knocked out. He knocked out for a good while. My wife and I looked at each other like, we could be normal for a few minutes. <laughs> like, I'm going to go grocery shopping. My wife's sewing up the mask. Remember, you can always get yourself some masks. Oh, did I leave my hope? Remember, you can get your awesome mask. I got this. My wife made me this awesome Mandalorian mask. I'm rocking my Boba Fett shirt. Oh, this was on purpose because the next. Uh, that's the next thing we're going to talk about. But the, one more thing I want to talk about. I discovered yesterday about Rock Band. It, it made me very sad. Something about Rock Band made me incredibly sad yesterday. And it probably explains why we're selling so many of the Rock Band discs at work. Uh, it's been a while since I fired it up. And then when I Googled it, it turns out you can no longer buy Rock Band songs for the older system. So let's say on your PS3 or Xbox 360. I mean, I already, I'd already known you couldn't get any more songs for the Wii version. Oh. You couldn't get any more for the Wii version because Nintendo shut down the Wii thing. Ooh, Chris, I, you know what? I saw something about that. I'm, I gotta make a note and talk about that in a minute. Uh, so, I, because th- it was like, what, two years ago from my, from my wife's birthday party, I purchased a bunch of Microsoft points and I was downloading songs. I downloaded a bunch of more songs for the birthday party I threw her a couple years ago. Uh, way back when I lived at the Pasadena apartment. And uh, I thought nothing about Okay, of course, they're, they're still going to keep wanting to make money. But apparently at some point late last year, early this year, Harmonix shut down the music store. So I can't add on more songs because I was like, oh, cool. Like if my wife and I are going to be playing rock band here, especially if it helps put this guy to sleep. Oh, yeah. I want to add on some more songs. I basically, oh, okay, add on some more Beastie Boy songs. Or add, add on some more uh, independent rock that my wife also loves. Because I'm, I'm sure like, cause there's thousands and thousands of songs that were available in the rock band store. And I'm like, oh, cool. I can go drop another, you know, 10, 20 bucks in Microsoft points and, and get us some more songs. Especially stuff that my wife would want to sing. And then I find out, no, apparently, nope. I, I, I'm sure if you, I guess, rock, for Rock Band 4 on PlayStation 4 on Xbox One, that, that shop is still up and running. Hey, buddy. But if you want to download for your legacy consoles no that's not a thing anymore and yeah, that bummed me out and i was like oh i was uh, i'm a consumer ready to throw money away more into the my, my gigantic library because i already have a pretty big library of rock band songs as it was because i've always supported the, the the wonderful game it's a it's brought me great joy uh, for the last what 12 years that came out like in 08 no yeah actually even 07 was, I think, the first rock band. If I, if I recall correctly, I'm trying to place it in the timeline of all the times I, I would take my rock band uh, drums and guitars with me to friends' parties to let them rock out. Gosh. Yeah, because I think that was like, rock band one was like either 06 or 07. Uh, and uh, I, I had so much fun with the original rock band, of course, and rock band two, and then Beatles rock band, and rock band. Rock Band Three, and then I, I have to. I'm, I'm actually searching uh, the warehouse right now for a, a, a Lego Rock Band disc because I have a Lego Rock Band disc, but I think got damaged and it doesn't work anymore. Anytime I try to pop it into my 360, it doesn't work. And I, I want to play some Lego Rock Band, if not for anything, is that that's the only Rock Band game 
that, that lets you play auto base. <laughs> let's you let's play uh, auto base on the, on the the base pedal on the drums. Makes it easy mode. Like I guess they they're thinking of the kids for that Lego Rock Band. We got plenty of Lego Rock Band for PS3 at work, but I have to like search deep into the 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 recess the the deep recesses of recesses recesses. I don't know. What, it, it, which word is it, Tiger? Do you know which word it is? You don't know which word it is. <laughs> the deep, dark areas of the warehouse and see if there's a Lego Rock Band disc, or I, I can just take my disc to work and see if I can use the resurfacing machine to see if that'll solve the problem of my apparently defective or damaged Lego Rock Band disc. Because I want because there's some songs on there too. There's there's a couple of wacky Foo Fighter songs on there, and I think Ghostbusters from by Ray Parker Jr. is on there. Crazy. So, uh, to get to the next point, so I'm, I'm rocking my Boba Fett shirt here, and I, I showed my Mandalorian mask. Remember, uh, Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Let Me Out Club if you want to get yourself some nerdy masks for yourself from my wonderful wife, Rosa Limon. Um, I'm rocking this shirt and rocking the, the mask today because you know, apparently it was announced, uh, I guess, on that, uh, at some point, that... During this upcoming second season of The Mandalorian, we may or may not get Boba Fett. What the heck? Uh, I'm sure people who have no idea what the expanded universe are going, wait, didn't Boba Fett die in, uh, in Return of the Jedi? But uh, if, you, uh, if you read a bunch of the Dark Horse comics or a bunch of the novels like myself or a bunch of other Star Wars nerds, oh, I know, he's a... Whoop, let's flip you over to the side, kid. Uh, if you read any of the comic books, uh, you, you, you'd find out that, oh, Boba Fett, using his jetpack or some other chicanery, or on the whimsy of a writer with the approval of uh, Lucasfilms, uh, Boba Fett escaped the pit of the Sarlacc and did not meet his untimely doom there. And many people are like, oh, Disney erased all of the expanded universe. Nah, they've been bringing it all back slowly. They're just picking and choosing what they bring back. You know, clearly, if you watch Star Wars Rebels, they brought back a lot of Expanded Universe, especially in the form of Gra Grand Admiral Thrawn for, for those super-duper Star Wars nerds. That awesome, evil bad guy it continues to exist. But it looks like they're they're delving into the Expanded Universe again and bringing Boba Fett from his... Uh, from his untimely fate in, in Return of the Jedi. And uh, I don't know if we're going to have him and the Mandalorian meet. Hey, Bubba. Is, right, is this how it's going to work? Am I going to have to hold you so like the camera can't see you or can't see your face, but you can see my face? Is this how it's going to work? Oh, Star Wars multiverse? Oh, that would be, oh, that would be far too complicated. <laughs> uh, you're, you're talking into comic book territory of complications there if they do some sort of multiverse. You're talking like, you're, you're, that's some DC Comics level confusion of how many supermen do we have 52 okay let's roll with that <laughs> don't want to have multiple boba fets that would be confusing wouldn't that be confusing son i'm already gonna have to teach you all of this stuff all this nerdy stuff i'm gonna have to teach you and if they complicate it any further i don't know how i'm gonna show you buddy there, there, there won't be enough time for us to sit down and read all these comic books and read all these actual books and play all the video games that are Star Wars related. Oh, how I, I wait our, our our first time through Knights of the Old Republic, you and me, young man. 
and I, 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 I wait to see what your decisions will be. Will you be a light side or will you be dark side? Will you make the decisions that'll, they're, they're, ooh, you know, put make the decisions that make the game easier or make the game more difficult? Light side. Mwah. Yeah, that's a, oh, no, don't show your face, kid. <laughs> don't show your face, child. Uh, these are the type of things I have to worry about. So, yeah, this whole, like, they're bringing Boba Fett back from the supposed dead. Or, for casual fans, isn't he dead? No, he's not. He may or may not be dead. Uh, a friend of the show, Juan Carlos Marquez, was, like, crowing about it on Twitter, going, like, I, obviously these people have never read, you know, like, Tales from Most Isley, one of the one of the books. Oh, see, oh, see Ryan talking. you're watching the old Clone Wars. Yeah, it's it's... Pretty awesome, like that. The, the 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 guy who's pretending to be uh, Robert Rodriguez in that uh, Mandalorian uh, documentary, Dave Filoni. He's rocking his cowboy hat and cowboy jacket. It, it looks. Oh, you're talking about the Samurai Jack. Oh, I, I have those on DVD somewhere in my collection. The the original old the, the original old Clone Wars, not the uh, CG ones. Those those are pretty cool. But yeah, it's some pretty exciting stuff. And then our, our friend of the show, Chris Del Castillo, he mentioned somewhere uh, earlier in the comments that, that, that there's a rumor. I, I saw that when I was making my show notes today, but I didn't delve too far into it. But it, it doesn't hurt to mention it since Chris did. That apparently Amazon wants to buy AMC, not the TV station, but the, uh, the movie house. I don't know why Amazon would want to do that. I mean, I know they're really professional at losing money. I mean, they've made an entire business out of losing money. And I guess we're getting an impromptu. Like my, as my wife has been doing for the last few months, jumping in and saving my life. Hello, wife. How are you doing? Pretty good. You're doing pretty good, wife. Hey, everybody. My wife is back. He really wants to be on camera. He wants to be on camera. Yeah. Honestly, I, I didn't realize. See, Daniel just made a good point that I, I didn't know that AMC was owned by uh, well, I, AMC was owned by China. I wasn't aware of that. I feel like I should have known that uh, from my year of working at Disney. Take a drink, everybody. Uh, I guess that wasn't a Nintendo reference, but I did work for Disney for a year, so take a drink. Uh, Amazon bought Whole Foods, and nothing really changed except for a few savings via barcode. I guess that's true. That the whole paycheck market. Oh, that's like I, like I said earlier. I'm a Trader Joe's kind of guy. <laughs> what is this guy doing over here? Nothing. He's just really like digging, looking at you, watching you. He wanted to. See, he wants to watch your face as you. He talk. wants to see my face. I know. Yeah. I was holding him out right here, and he kind of he kind of relaxed. Like You're trying to keep him from like. Yeah, we're trying to like. It's difficult. Not show his face on camera. If well, you, if, you, if any friends want to see his cute little face, you send me a send me a request via Facebook Messenger or send me a text, and I'll send you some adorable photos of this young man. But we're not posting any photos of him on social media. We're trying to be a little co-host, but no, I think he wants to. I think we're gonna head out. Are you guys all gonna head out? Yeah, because I think he wants a nap. He <laughs> he's, wants. He's doing like three sixty. <laughs> I know he's like turning his head all <laughs> the way around. He's like, uh, yeah, he's turning his head around. I keep like so his side of his face keeps showing up on camera. I'm like, no, 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 child, no. <laughs> Not right. until you're able to make that decision for yourself, young man. <laughs> we're trying not to put him on social media. Yeah, we're all not right. trying to be those parents. <laughs> no. All right. All right. Have fun. Okay, I will. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody, my wife. <laughs> My wonderful. Remember, Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Le- 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 Meow Club if you want to get yourself some. Boop.
nerdy mess. Huh? My wife jumped in there to grab it. Daniel says he wants to be famous. Tiger wants to be famous. So he he, he can save his, his time for fame uh, later. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's jump into a little bit of nerd news. All right. Uh, this week, the weekly nerd news. I yeah, It's our segment here. All right. So. Our first piece of a weekly nerd news comes from Irv Denupatampa. He, he sent me a message which caused my wife and I to go searching on YouTube. Uh, a, a young man, an 11-year-old boy, he landed a 1080 on a sk- skateboard. Now, I don't know how many of you uh, have been a fan of the old uh, Tony Hawk series. That That's like normally a video game. Like I guess like, Tony Hawk used to nail the 900, which is, you know, two and a half rotations on a skateboard. But th- this young man, an 11-year-old... Uh, he nailed uh, a 1080. That's three full rotations, uh, and he landed one without eating shit. I, they, the video I saw, they showed him trying and trying, and then he finally nailed it, and it, it was insane. It's like it was like literally watching Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, you know. But I'm watching it on PS5 or, or PS6. It's, it's it was real. It, it literally happened. This kid on this on this giant vertical ramp went up and and spun three. Full rotations. See, now Tiger's totally into it. Now you can see me. Now, hey, look at that smile. I love getting the smile out of him. Three full rotations. Straight out of a video game. Apparently, we're just like, as we progress, we are defying the laws of physics. So, uh, thanks to Irv for sending that along. Our, our, our second piece of uh, n- this week in the n- nerd news comes from Art Solorio. I, I, now that he fixes audio, now I can hear that. So, uh, last week I mentioned that Nintendo got hacked. And a lot of their information was... a. Uh, spread out on the internet. So something that uh, like that, that's come about from this leak is that uh, something that uh, there's a thing called the, the source code for these systems, for the older systems, for like the N64 and the Nintendo GameCube. Now, what a source code is, that's basically the, the engineering of the actual system. So if you wanted to make a game, you literally have the entire, like you have all the pieces. Like, um, how can I put this in, in easier terms? You, you basically have all the Lego pieces there to create your game. <laughs> you can do what you want with it. It's like the, the, the proprietary information of how to have a game properly run on a GameCube or run on an N64 apparently is out on the internet. So, But the, the danger is now it's like, oh, some people are saying, oh, great. Now people who uh, do emulation will have an easier time. But uh, I think the, uh, the double-edged sword on that is if, if people who do create emulated games, if they do use... These now blueprints that are now floating around the internet that have been that have been leaked or, or hacked from Nintendo, uh, you, you open yourself up to liability from the, from the incredibly litigious Nintendo. Nintendo loves to just sue people. They they are uh, well. I some people see it as negative. I I some people see it as positive. You know so, you know they have to protect themselves. You know they have to. If you don't defend your intellectual property, then you're just allowing anyone to use it, and they're, you're hurting yourself. Especially after that stuff I talked about last week. How. The, the, the venture capital, there's a bunch of venture capitalists are helping Nintendo grow as an entertainment company overall, not just a video game company. So naturally, you know, the, they have to protect their IPs. Like they, they just shut down a, a PC version of Super Mario 64 that people were just creating themselves. Now, people always try to hide behind like, oh, we're doing it for free. We're not making a profit. But Nintendo does not care about this. You're, you're still infringing on their intellectual property. They have to, they have to protect it for themselves. I, 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 I me, I, 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 I see both sides of the argument. I've, I've been on both sides. I have been pirate and anti-pirate. <laughs> when I was a very young man, I was incredibly broke. I I, 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 I played my share of PlayStation 1 bootleg games because heaven knows a, a broke college student could not afford 
uh, 40 to 50 bucks on a regular basis to, to buy a bunch of PS1 games, but then I've worked for the big place. I, I work for a giant distributor now. <laughs> My entire living comes from people buying legitimate copies of games now. So <laughs> I am very much in favor of people <laughs> legitimately playing their games and not illegally getting them. It's a, it was funny because we, uh, we had a conversation about that today at work because, uh, again, you know, we're still signing a lot of games. It, it's actually, the, the volume has gone down a little bit because I guess since everyone, since the coronavirus, uh, people are opening up their businesses slowly but surely now. Uh, across the, the the United States, our, our volume has, has has gone down a little bit because I guess people are now trying to go out and shop instead of staying at home and shopping on Amazon. And so, I saw we, we over this past weekend we sold a lot of PlayStation Portable games. Now the PlayStation Portable that was uh, Sony's first foray into uh, portable gaming. That was their attempt to. Uh, to, to take on Nintendo on their on their strong ground because Nintendo has always been very good at creating portable games going all the way back to the game or if you want to argue the original game and watch where it was like it was a game and it was a watch it was like it looked like what the DS <laughs> became so Sony created their own p- portable PlayStation PSP but unfortunately for them uh, it was a, incredibly easy to hack and people would just n- not buy the games or they'd put non Sony games onto like ironically that people would put a lot of Nintendo games onto their their proprietary memory sticks and play on their PlayStation portal. But I I, I was very uh surprised this past weekend we sold a whole lot of PlayStation portable games. Just like we're selling a lot of the the, the, the Final Fantasy Seven Crisis Core out. I naturally people are buying that because of the Final Fantasy Seven remake and then uh spoilers. I will not mention them but there's this big spoiler from the game that's just causing people oh maybe some people they want to go find out more about a character that's in this crisis core game on 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 psp and then we're selling a lot of other final fantasy games or so because that, that's generally usually the, the thing that that sells the most on on the psp for us is a bunch of old rpgs but we're selling a bunch of other rando games it was really uh, random sports games or buying mlb 07 and, and then the one that really stood out to me and the one i really wanted to get in today on the show was this weird PSP game called Chile con Carnage. It, it was a very heavily stereotypical game with a bunch of uh, my people. <laughs> uh, and you're just going around shooting a bunch of... Well, you're, uh, either you're, you're causing mayhem in Mexico. It was called Chile con Carnage. I mean, ha! Early 2000s. Ha! Hilarity. Or mid-2000s, I should say. Hilarity. Yeah, and I was very surprised at the, the amount of PlayStation Portal games we were selling it, but... Wild, I say. Wild, wild, wild. Um, the last piece of uh, nerd news I'm going to cover right now is that uh, uh, Pete Molini, through his uh, Nostalgia Books Comics, which is open for curbside pickup, if you want to go get some comics right now, go hit up our good friend Pete Molini at Nostalgic Books and Comics. You can order the books via phone, and he can get them to you curbside. If you're looking for comics or whatever other curios he may have in his store, I don't know if he's set up an online thing, but... Make sure to hit up Pete Molini at Nostalgia Books and Comics. He's doing curbside service right now. Go support your local comic shops. If you're if you're not in the San Gabriel area, I, I highly recommend. If you're let's say on the other side of LA, I highly recommend the House of Secrets. Our other good friend Paul Grimshaw, he is also doing curbside pickup. Or go support your local shop. If you're somewhere else, let's say you're an OC, go find your local comic shop that's doing that. Go support them. You know, support the the nerd businesses because they are really suffering too in this uh, just like just as bad as your local restaurants are suffering the 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 nerd businesses are suffering even harder let's see here 
So, let me get to the piece of news. <laughs> the piece of news that came out uh, uh, from Pete Molini shared that the Swamp Thing, uh, the show that was only on uh, the DC Universe app, apparently is going to be picked up by the CW and shown. They're going to show the, the one season of, uh, of Swamp Thing on the actual CW, which leads me to speculate. This is a tweet I've wanted to put out for a while. What are TV networks going to do this coming fall? Because stuff hasn't been shooting. Uh, I mean, clearly CW is uh, digging in, uh, has been digging into the their uh, catalog of, of games, of not games, <laughs> their catalog of shows. Uh, they're dredging up stuff that, oh, it was only on streaming. Let's put it on network television. And my fear currently is there is going to be a bunch of terrible reality shows. Now, Stuff has been shot all the time. I mean, I'm sure there's stuff that's been sitting in the can. Stuff that people haven't seen. Stuff that was pitched. Stuff that was uh, created. And never was supposed to see the light of day. And now, unfortunately, networks are going to have to do that. Because, you know, you've seen that Saturday Night Live, they've been doing their at-home shows. And uh, a lot of these other uh, shows. I, I've noticed that the uh, the, the Voice <laughs> yesterday, uh, the, the, the Voice is apparently having to do all their stuff via Zoom now. So, uh, we're, we're entering this unusual um, world coming up where what are we going to what's going to be on TV aside from Zoom created shows like what SNL has been doing or is it going to be a bunch of garbage reality television that just was not supposed to show up or it's been on other channels but now they're going to take it from the crappy channel and put it on one of the major networks what's going to happen I mean I know Fox is, is throwing up you know that the WWE pre-tape stuff every Friday night because they're, they're, they're doing their thing. But what's going to happen all the other nights? Uh, uh, my, my wife, one of her favorite shows, World of Dance, I saw they, they used to just be a Sunday night show. They're throwing it up on Tuesday because naturally, I think they got that in the can. Or, you know, on Fox, you know, The mass Singer, they, they filmed all those all in one shot. And they've been slowly meeting those out. But what happens with the next season? Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm scared to see what things are going to come about this uh, this fall, if this coronavirus uh, quarantine doesn't end, and you know, obviously they, they can't really shoot anything unless it's via Zoom, where <laughs> you get a bunch of Zoom television shows. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, oh, what's up, young man? You're, you're okay, young man? It's it, it's incredibly concerning to me. <laughs> uh, I don't consume that much television nowadays, but uh, what's going to happen? Especially well, all these streaming services are coming out. Like, obviously, all this older stuff is going to be retreaded uh, NBC's coming out with their peacock service any any day now i think it was supposed to be like next sunday because they're, they're, they've been touting oh all of parks and rec on there all the all their old shows i'm sure uh it, depending on who filmed it uh, maybe old, the old community show will be on there i don't know if it's gonna say be all nbc shows because it all depends on who paid for the show to be made because i'm wondering uh, brooklyn 99 if, if they're gonna only have the nbc produced seasons on there or not the the fox ones i don't know this is a very interesting world that we're heading into. I, 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 we could be wrong and everything. Yeah, they could pretend everything is okay in a few months and try to film as much as they can before the second wave of the virus hits, and then we're all really stuck at home in our isolated units. Hey, it's 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 insane. It is. It is clearly out of control right now. What's happening with this? It's affecting all sorts of things, like something else that it's it's being affected. See, normally, uh, um. In the next few weeks, all the all the gaming industry would be getting ready for the Electronic Entertainment Expo, but that's not going to happen. Normally, there would be a whole bunch of press conferences happening the, the the second week of June, but 
that's not what's going to be happening. I, I just saw an article today where all these press conferences that would normally happen, they're just going to be scattered across the entire summer. Like where Nintendo was saying, like normally they they do a nice online digital press conference, but they're gonna be like, nope, we'll let you guys know what's happening with us because all of their uh, developers and programmers are working from home right now, which makes it very difficult when they're working with a lot of proprietary software. Ha ha! They don't want to get hacked again. Now other companies are saying, oh, the week of E3, they're gonna do something like EA is like, oh, we're still gonna do our EA Play, which normally was them standing outside of E3 with a bunch of. Uh, booths and and mocking everyone inside e3 but uh, i guess they're going to do an online press conference ubisoft has already been like they're going to be revealing stuff throughout the summer like uh, jeff Keeley has put together some crazy summer of games where they're going to be announcements throughout the summer randomly on the internet it's just, i guess the natural evolution of these things i'm sure all this stuff's going to show up on youtube or facebook or instagram or whatnot it's it's it, it's really insane what what's going down with all this stuff it's it's I don't know what to make of all this, but I know that all, all these nerd industries are having to adjust to this brave new world that we're having to live in. It's out of control. See, uh, even, even my, my, my dinky little show here, I, I have to figure out some way to get a co-host here with me without having to ask someone to like, hey, come on over and spray yourself down with Lysol and sit down here with me. I finally downloaded the Zoom app, so maybe we're, I'm going to try to do something where I, I'll, I'll see whoever wants to do some pre-recorded content with me for, for the rest of the week. I'll see if I can do some Zoom calls with some some of our viewers here, and we can, we can have little discussions about random topics. I can throw those up on the YouTube and throw them up here on Facebook intermittently. We can, we can do some stuff like that, if, or we can... As I always want to do the ask the Nintendo rep because I I find there's always stories I have in my head but I, it's a lot better when someone asks like the right guy uh, like because someone could ask a weird question and it'll just trigger something in my head I'm like oh yeah let me tell you about this time when so because it happens to me all the time at work because my boss like I'll be walking by a, a game in one of the aisles and I'll be like oh yeah I remember when I did a demo for that weird master of this uh, uh, master of illusion game that was a really crappy demo blah blah and then I'd go off onto a tangent right there and so. Uh, it, 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 the show right I mean in case you guys haven't noticed it's been of a struggle for the last few weeks uh, doing the show solo the, the show, this show works a lot better when I have uh, a companion next to me I, I always say just like uh, the way in Doctor Who where you have crazy Doctor Who who knows all these things and but then you have your audience surrogate right there next to you to to help you remind you hey I am the representative of the audience hey remember to stay there now, now, Jive Holder, tangents are fun, but then tangents can only be oh so fun <laughs> so many times. Uh, I've already gone on several tangents throughout this episode here. So uh, uh, we have to figure out some sort of solution here uh, for, for me to, to, to keep this show going. Uh, obviously, like, we, we can't do the Zoom call live because I, I don't know. I'm getting old. I'm over 40. This, this technology stuff is starting to pass me by. I, I have to sit in front of a computer or on my phone on Google trying to figure all this stuff out. I was, I was figuring out how my, how do I record a Zoom call? Apparently, there, there's an option for that. It shoots it up into the cloud and I have to pull that back down then I got to go do some video editing after that. Uh, I'm a clever man, but I'm, I'm getting older. I, I don't like how everything's advancing. I, I realize that the, 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 the all, 
all times I'd make fun of uh, my, my parents when I was younger. Like, you guys can't figure this out. This is so easy. This VCR is so simple. Now, I, I feel like it's going to get like that where Tiger's going to get a little bit more like, Dad, your phone is so easy. Why can't you figure this out? I'm like, I don't know, son. I'm old. I'm 50. Ah! <laughs> I, I, that is what I'm afraid of here. <laughs> Having to try to keep up with this. So. Uh, I, I, I may be calling upon any of you who are willing to jump on Zoom and we're gonna, we might do some pre-recorded content here and there. I'm still going to keep doing the, the, the live Monday show or... I don't know. We'll see how I can evolve this. Uh, if maybe when this quarantine finally comes down, I can have Jai or Pete or whoever come down here and re- return to sitting here with me and causing chaos. Or once Tiger is able to be corralled a little easier, Rosa can come back on more on a regular basis and continue to be the audience surrogate for you guys to help me control this tangent craziness out of my head. And yeah. We'll see what happens here, but we're, I'm still going to keep trying to deliver content. I recorded a video for the Dre's Retro Game Minute right before I left work on Friday, but I never got around to editing it over the weekend to post it up. It was like literally on the video. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to post these up once a week and did not post it up. Clearly. Uh. <laughs> it's out of form. Oh, see, oh, see, all right. See, you've learned that Nintendo is known as a pioneer of new problems. They're really good at finding problems. And the, they're, they're good at finding problems in one generation and fixing it two generations later. That's why they're, they're never good at the online thing. So, as always, you make sure you follow us on social media. I, I, I've been tweeting a lot at DreGBPodcast. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, find me on Instagram at DreGBPodcast as well. You can find us on YouTube. You can find our YouTube page, Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. Um, yeah, the Joy-Cons still fail. Yeah. I know. I've only been playing my Switch exclusively with my Pro Controller lately. I've just been... I don't even touch my Joy-Cons anymore. I've just been playing with the Pro Controller. I, I'm working my way through Resident Evil 4. I should be streaming that, but I never get around to doing it. Because whenever I am playing it, it's usually during my lunch at work. Um, yeah, make sure... if You want, you can find all of our links at allmylinks.com forward slash DreGP Podcast. That'll take you to everything. Our Etsy store, our YouTube... Our Patreon. Hey, we still have a Patreon. Daniel Wong is our is our patron. And if you want to join in Daniel and helping us out and helping me cover the overhead of the of the of the podcast, there is an overhead to this. Uh, having this hosted on the um, on SoundCloud that costs money. Uh, buying all this equipment, I, I eventually will need to buy a new camera stand. I, I do need to upgrade this computer at some point. Uh, please, if if you're able to donate on our Patreon. I think, you know, diapers ain't free. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> the child, uh, whatever, whatever free money I used to have to like devote to the podcast, that, that doesn't exist anymore, whatever, or, or not free money or you know, disposable income I used to have that I could just throw into the podcast. And now that I have a stable job again, I'm making decent money, but all that money is going towards the family. <laughs> so if you want to help the show out, Patreon, even a dollar a month, that, that, that'll, that, that'll help a lot. Uh, Daniel Wong is already a, a MVP there over on Patreon. He, he's he's helped cover a sub- substantial amount of our of our SoundCloud costs. But uh, if you guys can help us out a little more, and if we get more patrons, I will be more than happy to do some Patreon exclusive content. If, if that more money comes in that way, then you'll get more content, more videos, more silliness over there. Uh, I may even break out my pencils and start doing some art again uh, as soon as this young man's old enough to not need us to constantly hold him. <laughs> All the time. I love you, son. You're adorable. But you take up all of our time. And you don't let your mother sleep. Uh, I love you. (laughs) 
That, see, Daniel Wong, you love the show. Thank you for loving the show, Daniel. Thank you for all of you who, who show up here on a weekly basis and, and support this craziness. Uh, three plus years. Uh, I, 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 I frequently doubt myself. Uh, honestly, especially lately with these, uh, all these quarantine shows, I, I've, I've actually had a lot of doubt, especially I, I've been exhausted from work. Uh, there's not much pop culture to talk about really. Cause everything is shut down. Uh, I, I can't get out and watch movies and, and see things. Uh, they're, they're, it's the, the, the nerd world is in a weird kind of standstill right now. And so it, it's getting hard to do the shows, but I literally still do the shows because of those of you who still come out every week and, and, su- and support this thing I do. Uh, even if it's just like a touchstone to check in on how I'm doing. I, I appreciate you all. Like you take the time here on Monday night to be here live or, or those of you who actually do watch this on demand later. Uh, I don't know if you'll get to this part of the show, but thank you. I, I, all of you. Thank you so much. Um, like, I, but uh, one of the biggest things of the show, you know, I, I, I told it to my wife this past weekend is like, uh, I, I may never make a, a solitary dime off this show. Not ever. I mean, this, I, the, the, this show may never ever, turn a profit or become a source of income. But the one thing that this show has done, it, it uh, whether you believe it or not, whether you caught the podcast where I explained it, because of this show, I have this wonderful wife and I have this wonderful son. I, I, my, my wife found me <laughs> through the, we found each other through the podcast. Thanks to Pete Molini. And it, so if uh, this show may never draw a dime as they say in the wrestling business, but you know what? It got me, it got me this right here. It got me my wife and my kid. So that, I, it, it makes me. I love you. I love you too, Mama. I love you too, baby. Uh, it, if I don't get anything else, I, I'm good. I I'll, I can keep doing this show forever. Uh, but I I got my wife and my kid out of it, so you know. <laughs> I, I I'm playing with house money here. <laughs> Just heartfelt message there at the end of the show. Well, I don't know how many people will get to see it or hear it, but those of you still watching live, you got to hear that. That's like, uh, I I. My life is uh, my life is good. When this show started, this show started as a as a cure for my depression, and uh, or, or or an outlet for my depression or escape from my depression. So now it's it's more of a uh, oh my my crazy life and my crazy antics and just I, I keep going for those of you who still keep watching. Thank you so much, Cat. Uh, we'll be back next week. I, I I tell myself oh maybe this week I'm not gonna do it. We'll be back next week. <laughs> Per usual, we'll hopefully see most of you here. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Meow. Meow. And for those of you who caught that meow, thanks for listening.